<laughs> Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planetin, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development so we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor and for our own personal well being. Today is a beautiful day, and I'm super excited to talk to you today as we continue our journey through Maxwell Maltz's best selling book about self image psychology. And this chapter is a game changer. If you've been holding onto emotional scars, whatever they might be, holding onto a grudge, feeling like a victim, today's the day you get to turn your life around. Today's the day you get to choose to make a change. Because the only one that's in control of you is you. So stop listening to yourself and start talking to yourself all the way out of that grudge you're holding, out of that anger you're holding on to, out of that fear. It might be just as simple as that. He gives four really good tips here in this book, and I am going to give it to you in a little version here. Number one, and he calls them the four miracle drugs for your emotional scars. They've helped his patients. They've helped others. They will help you move on. Number one, accept your limitations. No one is perfect. We all have our own faults. If you stretch even a rubber band beyond its limits, it will break. Accept your limitations. You are human. You can only do so much. You can only handle so much. And you have to find a place, a place to have that conversation with yourself. I have these conversations with myself all the time. And actually, somebody said to me the other day, because I sometimes talk out loud to myself, they're like, are you talking to yourself? Like, yeah, yeah, actually I am. Because I like to talk to myself versus listen to myself. Because those negative thoughts, those negative vibes that second guessing of yourself is your thoughts. So one way I use personally to combat my thoughts when I'm, you know, holding a grudge, thinking anger instead is to let go, let go. And I'm going to give you an excellent example at the end of the show. <laughs> so stay tuned. Number two, forget your mistakes. We've all done things we'd like to undo, but it can't be done. Stop torturing yourself with self-blame. Yes, we've all made mistakes. And in this day and age of social media, ooh, people just love to throw back at you, don't they? Just, ooh, look at them. Look what they did. <laughs> now who's holding a grudge? It's them. You cannot control other people but you can control yourself. You can control how you react to things. And yeah, maybe you have to write that burn letter. Maybe you do have to scream at the top of the mountain. Maybe you just have to get that energy out in some way, shape, or form. However that looks for you. Does it look like going for a run? Does it look like screaming at the top of your lungs? Or does it look like just journaling it down, writing it down, and letting it go. Because that is the key. That is the key to healing those emotions. 
You have to figure out what will work for you. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) Don't even let it be. Just let it go. Forgive others. They're just as fallible as you are. They're not gods and they're not machines. They're just human beings. Now, forgiving others, ooh, that's a tough one. That is a super tough one, especially depending on what that forgiveness entails. And I recently learned it doesn't have to be that you tell them to their face. You can just tell yourself. You know, that person, they were going through a hard time, and I didn't know it. I didn't know why they were acting the way they were. I didn't know why they did or said what they did. Maybe they were under the influence of something else. We don't know what other people are going through. And this is a hard one to swallow. This is a hard pill to swallow. Whenever, whenever you're thinking, why? Why did they do that? Why did they do that to me? No, 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 no. They didn't do anything to you. They did something to help themselves, and you just happen to be in their way. (laughs) You just happen to be the person that when you got home and they got fired, (laughs) they took it out on you. It was all your fault. Or they lost all your money. Or they mm, fill in the blanks. They did something that is beyond your control. And that, I tell you, is one thing I have a chat with myself about a lot. I cannot control what other people do. I cannot control how they talk to me or how they treat me. All I can do is put my best foot forward, have my own positive self-image, have my own positive vibe going on, and not worry about their perception, perspective, etc. This is where you really look inward. This is where you have a moment to yourself to say, hey, I don't know what's going on in their life, or I don't know why they're doing what they did. You know, I was <laughs> I was crossing the street the other day and to pick something up that was in the middle of the road. And you know. I was crossing. It was like, you know, all the lights were bright colors and it was safe to do so. And I just wanted to cross the street because it was right in the middle of the road. So I start walking and I pick it up. And this person drives by and starts yelling at me. I was like, you're a maniac. I'm like, what? They had no idea what I was doing. They had no idea what I was doing. Meanwhile, they chose to open their window on purpose and yell at me because something had happened to them before. Let me repeat that. They didn't know who I was. They didn't know who, what I was doing, but something had triggered them to let them express their anger and vent. It wasn't about me. They were venting. So when you start venting, try not to do it (laughs) to a stranger or somebody you know. If you just have to give yourself a yell or a yodel or a why me moment, do it. Mm, But you don't have to do it 
to others. Because I don't think you'd want somebody else doing it to you. But I didn't take it personally because I knew it wasn't about me. Okay, number four, see yourself at your best. Picture yourself in the situations you've really relished, when things seemed to fit into your place and your world was as you like it. Remember how you felt. Recapture the good feeling. Visualize it in glowing technicolor. And don't be afraid to hold on to this glorious feeling if its impact shocks you. Keep these pleasant images alive in your mind. Reject your failure images and that sinking feeling in your stomach that goes along with them. Feed your success mechanism. Make your own reality. And sometimes, sometimes you do have to lose, fail, etc. in order to move forward, to win. All these great inventors, all these scientists, all these writers, all these people in the world that have huge influences on us failed over and over and over and over and over again. So I'm going to say this out loud. It's like failure is the key to success. It's what keeps you moving up the mountain. Get up, fall down. Get up, fall down. Baby steps. You never, ever stop learning. And you have to keep moving forward in this instantaneous world. I know that's a difficult one. And the story I wanted to share with you was uh, actually one where <laughs> for years, decades, there's a person in my life that uh, just would not get his act together. And I'm like, man, just get your act together. You don't have to day drink to take off the tension. You don't have to blame others. You need to take accountability for yourself. However, in as much as I'm saying this, I was I was mad. I was angry. I was holding a grudge. And then I realized I have to let go of that. I do not have control over that person. They have control over them. The only thing I could do was provide encouragement, positive feedback, maybe a little bit of tips, ideas, thoughts to get them thinking a little bit. Now, I'm not going to tell you who this person is, <laughs> but if you know me, you know who this person is. I really, really, really worked hard to just let it go. No more, I'm going to say judgment. Just let it go. And now I can see with clearer recognition why, in retrospect, they struggled. Because I didn't know their struggles. I did not know their struggles. Not everyone has the same struggles. Not everyone approaches life the same way. And this book, this book is a game changer because you have to cast off those emotional scars. And I actually didn't realize it was an emotional scar for me. So I healed myself by letting go and letting that person be <clears throat> versus assuming what I thought their life was all about. 
and why they did what they did. So that was a game changer for me. And you know what? I feel more at peace. I feel happiness. And I feel a better connection to understand that people have demons inside of them, a dark side. And I did a whole episode from Robert Greene's books, The Law of Human Nature, about the dark side, which really, I'm going to link it in the show notes, guys, because it, that book is amazing and it's huge and it's a big read. But once you start digesting it, you're going to just go, wow, this is amazing. So it's, it's I did a summary on that chapter. So he goes on to say, back to Maxwell Maltz, you can heal your emotional scars with these concepts, enhancing your self-image. Once you begin to like yourself better, undoing the damage of the past, you'll be ready to move forward towards the achievement of success that are realistic for you and towards the cultivation of constructive habits that lead to happiness constructive habits that lead to happiness. Your scars might be super deep, the emotional scars. I'm not even going to attempt to understand what you're going through. It takes years, years. Talk out loud. Talk to yourself. Forget about listening to yourself. Your gut instinct knows. That if you can just let go, move forward, you will live a more inspired life. Well, if you like the show, share it with somebody you know. And hey, hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss the next chapter. I'll see you next week.